One of the things I often find quite striking is how there are many things that are neither good nor bad, but are kind of like both at the same time, you know, depending. So it might be, I don't know, if you think of fire, for instance, how great fire is when we want to get warm, when we're really cold and shivering, how great fire is in that situation, and then how damaging fire is when it gets out of control. And I think this is true of many concepts, that it's very difficult just to say, oh, that's good or that's bad. And I think that's true of some of our own patterns as well. You know, some of the things that we do sometimes in life, you know, they might be kind of patterns that we've had from way back. And even with those, it's even with the ones we want to get rid of, often it's difficult just to label it good or bad, that it can kind of be a double-edged sword, that it kind of gets in the way, but there are certain aspects that are useful. And that kind of quality is certainly true, I'd say, with friction, with stuff that gets in the way. Now, when stuff gets in the way, then it's easy to think of that as a bad thing. But friction can be your friend as well as your foe. And so I want to look at friction because... By having a better understanding of the role of friction, then it can make the kind of changes that you want to happen in life easier. And it can also make the habits that you want to break easier to break. So when we've got behaviours that we want to do, we can take friction away. And when we've got behaviours that we don't want to do, we can add friction. Now, what do I mean by friction? Well, friction is basically the thing that slows you down when you're trying to get to the thing that you want to do. So let's say, for instance, um, I decided that I was going to try and get out for a run first thing in the morning. Well, when I wake up tomorrow morning, if I then have to kind of figure out, you know, what top am I going to wear? Where are my shorts? You know, because I've not used them for a while. Which training shoes am I going to put on? All these kind of things. It's all friction. It's all using my energy and will and spending it in such a way that by the time I've sorted all that out, I'm just as easy to say, oh, forget it. I'll do it another day. Can't be bothered now. And I've only got to that point because there was friction there. There was something that I had to do, some obstacles that were getting in the way of of the running. Whereas, I don't know, if tonight I actually made sure that all my running clothes were out and ready so that I could wake up tomorrow and they were just there waiting for me and I could throw the top on, throw the shorts on, get the trainers on and be out straight away, then the obstacle, the friction, is much, much less and so I'm more likely to do the thing that I want to do. In the same way, When there's something that we don't want to do, one of the things that can really help us out is to add friction to it. So it might be that you, uh, I don't know, maybe you you don't want to eat as much chocolate, for instance. That's something that certainly resonates with me, you know. 
And so one of the ways that I can ensure that I'm less likely to eat chocolate is that when I go to the supermarket, I don't buy any. And so when I'm just sat here of an evening and I think, hmm, I found quite fancy some chocolate, there's none in the house. Now, I could still get some because I could go and do a 10-minute walk to the corner shop and get some chocolate and a 10-minute walk back. But in order to do that, I've added quite a bit of friction. I can't just, you know, in my slippers and my comfy clothes, head on over to the kitchen, open a cupboard and bring some chocolate back. That's really easy, isn't it? Instead, by not buying it in the first place, it means I'm going to have to get dressed to go out, you know, put some shoes on, get my coat. I'm going to have to walk all the way to the shop. I have to walk all the way back. And suddenly, if I want that chocolate, there's kind of a price to pay there, isn't there? Already uploaded, I've set some obstacles in my own path to get into that chocolate. So if I'm going to get chocolate that night, then I must... I'm going to have to really, really want it in order to go through all of that. So I've added some friction in. So when you're thinking about something that you'd really like to do, or you're thinking of something that you would like to do less of, removing or adding friction, depending on which one it is, can be really a valuable thing to do. Now, as I'm talking to you now, I'm sat in my living room and in front of me is a kettlebell weight because I decided that I wanted to do some some strength training, you know, some resistance training. So I bought this kettlebell weight and it might be an unusual place for it to be, but it's in my living room. It's in front of me now looking at me. So why is it there? It's there because, for one, every time I'm here, I see it. And so it reminds me that I've told myself that I want to do some strength training. And that's the thing that I'll do strength training with. But even if I had another way of reminding myself, it's right there. I can do it on impulse. And there's just no friction involved whatsoever. If I stored it upstairs and so every time that I wanted to do the weight training, I had to go upstairs, bring the kettlebell downstairs. That might just be enough friction where I think, ah, forget it. I'll do it another day. I won't do it today. So the friction of these little obstacles that make something harder to do. And so once we realize that friction has a real role to play in terms of our behaviour in terms of the things that we do. Then we can use the friction in order to help us along. To help us along in order to make it easier to do the things that we'd like to do. And make it harder to do the things that we'd like to do less of. And all that friction is, is putting some barriers in between us and doing that thing. So it makes sense then, doesn't it, that if it's something you want to do, you take the barriers away. If it's something you don't want to do, you put some barriers in. And so my invite to you is to have a think about friction. 
And in terms of the things that you're wanting to accomplish, have a look for the friction that's already there. You know, it might be like in my example where you have to go looking for your clothes every time you go for a run. It might be that you want to do a project, but every time you have to do the project, you have to turn the computer on. The computer takes a while to load. What's the friction that's in between you and doing that thing? And how can you lessen or even remove that friction? And likewise, my invite is to look at the thing that you'd like to do less of. And think, well, how can I put some more barriers in the way? How can I add some friction between me and doing that thing that I want to do less of? Whatever that happens to be. And so hopefully once you do that exercise, it's going to really help you to implement some of the goals that you have for yourself. Both in terms of adding new behaviours that are going to be useful to you. And dropping old behaviours that are getting in your way. And so if you find that useful, then please share it on so other people can get the benefits of that idea. And if you'd like to work with me directly, I'm Alan Parry. You can find out more at liverpoolpsychotherapy.co.uk. And if you'd like to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode again, then please do that wherever you get your, pos- your podcast from. So thanks for listening, and I'll be back again tomorrow with another one.